Let's start with the obvious question. What is quantum tantra? Well, psychology has used a lot of classic metaphors to explain the mind, like the hydraulic metaphor of urges building up, and even when repressed, they'll find some way to spur it out to the surface. We're told that releasing your repressions will relieve the pressure and you'll become healthy. That's a very classic metaphor. Now we have this marvelous new way of thinking called quantum mechanics, and it seems right to use these metaphors to explain human behavior. So, what's the most interesting human behavior of all? Sexual, of course. That's the idea, to use quantum mechanical metaphors to explore sexuality, to look at it through the lens of quantum physics. I would consider QT successful if we could find new things to do that never would have been thought of using the old metaphors. I mean, of course, pleasant things. Laughter. The core idea of QT stems from Heisenberg's statement that atoms are not things. So, QT naturally extrapolated that statement into, well, then, people are not things either. People are not things in the same way that atoms are not things. What are things, I asked. Things are entities that have attributes, whether you look at them or not. They're big, they're solid and such. You can list their attributes. Non-things or quantum objects like atoms or molecules don't have attributes. They are basically clusters of oscillating possibilities, the possibilities not even being well-defined. They might reward us to look that way at people as oscillating possibilities. He took a long draw off his dosekis and signaled the waiter for another. So try and think of what the essence of quantum theory is, he continued. Three adjectives, randomness, thinglessness, and interconnectiveness. Randomness I associate with the spontaneity that is within people. Uncertainty is the very essence of romance. It's what you don't know that intrigues you. Now, Thinglessness is even more renunciatory, he went on. The notion of treating people like possibilities rather than fixed structures is a healthy one, I think. Interconnectiveness is the most fantastic feature of QT. Things are connected in the quantum world in such a way that only we did not think of it before the discovery of quantum mechanics. But I don't think we could have thought this way at all. It's so strange. The terrestrial belief system that comes the closest to quantum connectiveness is voodoo. Sympathetic magic, I queried. This was getting good. Yes, sympathetic magic, he replied. Of course, the voodoo concept is naive in comparison to QT's connectiveness. In voodoo, you do something like burn someone's hair or give them a headache. The quantum connection isn't that crude. It has more to do with timing. In the quantum world, you burn someone's hair and maybe they miss an appointment. The Newtonian worldview emphasized control over the world, whereas the quantum worldview doesn't emphasize control so much as timing. You could say that the Newtonian view emphasized force, where the quantum world emphasizes finesse. One analogy is ordinary steerable dish radar versus phased array antennae. Steerable dish physically moves the whole antenna structure. In the phased array antennae, you have a whole array that's all fixed. None of them move. 
But by changing the timing on these antennae, you get a virtual antenna that's pointed in any direction. That's an example of finesse rather than force. Quantum connection is like that. It's set up like voodoo by having something that the other person has interacted with, some sympathetic object. But what does that have to do with sex, I asked.